Welcome to the Hunters Hub side quest, uh, Legends of Runeterra edition. Um, I can't, I think it's a side quest 16 or so, I can't remember. I can't remember the number. Uh, <laughs> it's up there. Yeah. Um, so this is your host, Fortwan, uh, joined by co-host Leo Riser. How you doing? I'm doing great. And co-host Vengel Torture. How you doing? I'm hanging in there for a Sunday. I, I want to say that I said your name a billion times better than I did the last episode. Did you listen to the last episode? I was like, Vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I roll with it. You know, you could always do VT. That's why yeah, I go easier. with v, VT is easier, but I, I don't know. I like to... It's it's less syllables, which is nice. Yeah. It, it, less chance to screw up, too. I, I get it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so, Legends of Runeterra, this is the League of Legends um, card game. One of the uh, first of their big slew of games that they're coming out with that isn't League of Legends, but is still League of Legends, because why would you leave that insanely popular IP behind? Um, hmm. I don't think any of their games was not League of Legends tied, right? No, I... Everything that Riot announced at their tenure, I'm pretty sure, is still tied to the League of Legends IP in some way. Yikes. Um, and not that I have a problem with League. Um, so, uh, we like to talk about initial oppressions, what we think of the game, before we get into the meat of it. Um, so, Leo, uh, this was uh, a big suggestion of yours, and I think, VT, you were pretty behind this, too. Probably because it was free, and I understand that. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm behind. It helped. I'm behind free for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, what are you guys' initial thoughts? Or um, were you excited to do this one? Or are you like hesitant? I, I Morgan ended up not coming tonight because he straight up just didn't play it. He was zero interest. Nothing. He had nothing to add. Um, but he will be for the next game. <laughs> yeah. No, I was. Um... I mean, there's there's so many of these types of games oh, out yeah, there, right? True. You know, either with a, a nice paywall in front to get into it, or free to play on you know PC or mobile or both or whatever. And um, I don't know, this one just kind of looked different in the fact that it's still really early. Made me really interested in it to see like how it might change, even in the month that we played it. You know, mm-hmm. so so yeah, I was I was pretty excited for it. And then instantly when booting it up, I mean, it, you can tell it has some good quality behind it. Oh yeah, no um, Riot, if anything, is a quality developer. Yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah, and they and they show it in this too. I mean, even you, it's like we said, it's it's free. It's one of the main attractions to it. Mm-hmm. And instantly upon booting it up, I mean, the music, the the graphics, the cinematics, animations, everything. I was like, oh wow, this is um. This is not what I exactly expected. I thought we were just going to be kind of thrown in because it's still in, I mean, early phases, right? It's yeah. currently in open be... beta still. They're, yeah, they're not yeah. this is the initial... Oh, gosh, it came into open beta not even like four weeks before we decided to do this, I think. Yeah, I it went into open beta, I want to say, a week and a half before we started our month of playing for the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so pretty early, honestly, getting into it, and I just didn't expect it to look and feel so polished right away, you know. Agreed. It's very clean. Yeah, and you know one of the most attractive things about this, like I, I started playing, I was like, oh, I'll play a, a little bit, right? Like just to kind of get a feel for it, I don't really have a lot of time. Um, but pretty instantly, they throw you into some really nice tutorials. Oh yeah. And it kind of got me hooked. It was like, oh, they're actually like... Because there is a lot of strategy in these games. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's one of the best things this one has done over other games is that it 
gave me quite a few tutorials, and then I could go and play if I wanted to, but then there were a lot more tutorials, and I was like, yes. Yes, <laughs> I please. I need more. I need to learn more. I want to be a beast. I'm going to do it. And it was it was kind of nice that, it, um, you know, it gave those options in there to keep, you know, getting more in-depth and learning more before you even really hopped into fighting AI or anything. Right. Or other people, especially. Oh, especially. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The, fighting other people is, like, the most... Uh, in a game, you know, competitively, for me, is the most... Uh, uh, I don't know. Stressful thing I can do in a video game is fighting other people. Um, I love fighting games. I don't fight other people. Like I don't. People get. I've seen people get too mad, too frustrated. Um, not like to the point where like, oh, we're no longer friends anymore. But that was a big like thing for me in high school. Like playing fighting <laughs> games. Like I didn't want to play with other people. Like I did, but I would like purposely not play as good as I could because I didn't want to make people mad. Not saying that I was any good at all, but, like, if I even started to win, I was like, mm, nah. <laughs> I am <laughs> not a competitive... That, I am not a competitive person. Yeah, no, and I can be competitive, so that's a big reason why I sort of tone it back. Um, so, yeah. Even a game like this, I'd be, I'd get pretty stressed trying to fight other people. So yeah and i i like this level of competitiveness you know i mean the, i used to do a whole lot of the competitive fps's and all that and that's a whole new world and i get much like you said really caught up into that but this was really nice you know because it's you know mostly at your own own pace and uh it's it's a competitive but a, not as um i don't know forwardly competitive i yeah, guess it's, yeah, it's yeah. more strategy than it is skill i guess sure makes it different i don't know um so i i, I enjoy things like this and so i was really looking forward to getting into it kind of using that strategy tinkering first in ai building a deck going back getting my butt kicked by someone online mm -hmm. <laughs> realizing the weaknesses and doing that again um just rinse repeat funny you should mention fps's the one the one thing that i don't have a problem playing with people online i actually love doing it i will trash talk even like i don't i don't know you're, you're backwards <laughs> i know it's like i i, I, I don't know Maybe because I actually am halfway decent at, at shooters, whereas like fighting games, I just don't care to take the time. <laughs> uh, and then I don't know. Uh, anyways, um, so Leo, uh, I assume you were excited about this one. Yeah, no, I was. Uh, I'm a big card game player of all sorts, oh, yeah. and I've been playing League since the very first season when. That when this game was announced within an hour, my best friend was messaging me and being like, Hey, uh, there's another card game for you to <laughs> get in and try. Have you signed up for the alpha yet? If not, why not? And did not make it into the alpha, but as soon as the open beta came in, I was within an hour. I think I had my account set up loaded and I was ready to go. Because I love League, I love the aesthetic of League, I love the polish that Riot can put into their games, and yeah. I love, 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 love seeing how different companies and developers set up their card games to be the same to other card games, to be different, see what they what they change and what they keep to get you know those those familiar things that us like magic players and hearthstone players can hang our hats on and see like okay this is familiar to me and then see what things are different and 
my initial impression just on loading up immediately seeing cinematic seeing how clean it was and how smooth everything has been running i was like yeah no this is a riot game and they put some actual time and thought into this it, mm-hmm. it's exactly what i expected from them they were gonna go in and throw a lot of effort into making it a very pretty game for people to jump in and play mm-hmm. yeah and that to like vt was saying those tutorials were fantastic it's probably the best card game tutorial system i've seen yet i don't know if hearthstone has added anything or changed anything because that's one of those they didn't really have a tutorial when you started in and they might now but i've never seen it because i'm way past that point and i know um, it definitely they, had better than arena's tutorials they did uh they did eventually add in some tutorials but they're very light um yeah uh, yeah, and that was the nice thing about this one was that, I mean, if you wanted to, you could play some of the tutorials. I think there were like 10 to 15 additional tutorials yeah. outside of the ones that it made you do. It made that, you do um, like, I want to say four or five, and then there was another 10 after that, like you're saying, that go through all the different yeah. mechanics, which is yeah, good. Yeah, they get each each type of deck, they get in pretty decent depth for the most part. Yeah. Um, like, everything, so you know kind of each how each region works yeah, a little bit. It gave you an idea of each region. It gave you an idea of how the different mechanics, like their overwhelm mechanic work, things like that, just how their combat worked. And it was a nice combination you, you, of tutorials and like puzzles to figure out how to do it. It's it's trampled, <laughs> but it's overwhelmed for these guys. Yeah, I know, yeah. It's yeah, real. Yeah. Look, it's one of those things that every card game is going to have some version of that. And for sure. them, they're like, well, we can't name it the same thing. Um, quick, give me the thesaurus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what's their version of flying? Ah, oh, it's elusive. Okay. I'm, I can get this, which is, it's another one of those things that, you know, it lets people familiar with the game, jump in and meet imme- or familiar with card games, jump in and immediately be mm-hmm. like, Oh, you know, I can, I get this. I can see where this is going with it. Right. And yeah, good yeah it was it was good it was interesting to me though i mean with all the tutorials it was pretty apparent from the start that i was like oh there's more options more um the, uh, available strategies to this than i, I would have thought for being it so early right yeah. like it feels like a almost a complete full game to me uh, yeah it definitely <laughs> does and i, I like, will say that like there's gwent had the same level of polish when it hit beta i played yeah. a gwent at the same time and gwent did spot on with this the i don't like gwent um i didn't like gwent in the witcher 3 when i played it and i didn't like gwent by in a standalone <laughs> but i did play it yes. because i was curious and it was free and i'm i'm yep. a big supporter of cd project red and um um their side company which is uh goodoldgames.com um which it was like hey we have exclusively on gog galaxy which is their steam launcher equivalent uh played gwent on that and you know, I had my yeah, fun I, tutorial time with it and jop, jumped out. I liked Gwent. Uh, I've I played it quite a bit, open beta, mm. continuing on from there, and then once it, you know, full launch and then all the reworks and everything like that. Um, but uh, even at the start of, of Gwent, there weren't as many options as I felt there mm. were for strategy options as there is in Runeterra. No, but it was polished. It, it was yeah, very yeah. nice. No, yeah, yeah. It's very um, polished. This definitely does have, like, that full depth of ways to play though i mean there's aggro decks there's a couple control decks a few mid-range style of decks floating around there's not exactly a combo deck but there is a version of like there are some control decks that have almost a combo finish using ezreal which is what i play and it's great 
it feels. Yeah, really I was gonna good. say there are a f- there are a few combinations you can really work if you've got the the, <laughs> the yeah. luck and the balls to combine your decks together. You can do some pretty creative stuff. Oh yeah, you can make some great things. You just there isn't like a two card combo that ends the game, but there's definitely some very oh. powerful synergies that you can set up and yeah. go. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Well, um, for me, I was actually pretty hesitant um, because of things like Gwent, Hearthstone, and that kind of stuff. I'll play it for like four days and quit. Um, I'm not... I'm... I'm. As far as our, our event quest, I'm the least experienced like Magic player. <laughs> um, I, there's I, definitely I, a range on that show. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's you and my brother, which are both like super into Magic, and I've always been interested, but like I'm never... I've never been hard into it until... Well, except for that um, time I qualified in a gp using a deck but um even then that was sort of like a janky deck that just happened to be off meta hitting the meta pretty hard like it was uh you hit it just right counter meta unintentionally countering the meta um so the uh uh initial impressions for me was was his hesitant and um I did get into it, uh, downloaded it pretty soon after we decided this is what we were doing, um, and I went through the tutorials, and I did all of the tutorials, including the bonus ones. Um, but unfortunately, that's where I stopped. Like, um, I didn't even finish the last three tutorials until this past weekend, um, because I just sort of stopped playing, which is exactly what happens with all these games for me. It just, it's not, <laughs> it's not my thing. Like, um, yeah. I'm much more of an action game person than I am a strategy game person. It takes it takes a real you know darling for me to to attach to a strategy game. You know what I mean? See, the thing for me with with this type of game is that they're so easy to pick up, mm-hmm. play two rounds, go do something else, come back, play two rounds, and and that's kind of how I played this one. Mm-hmm. Outside of like the the first weekend when I really dug into it for like 15 hours yeah um i'd hop back on for like half an hour every every other day or something yeah and i loved it it was like a really nice game to pick up play didn't feel super attached to made tons of progress in that time too which was really nice yeah Yeah, no i think the i get that i think the only time that i put in a long stretch of playing just this was when we we had some friends over and they wanted to see how the game played before mm. they picked it mm-hmm. up and so while we were hanging out you know just hanging out in our living room i threw this up on the uh threw it up on our uh, tv in the living room and was playing through a couple of their expeditions which is their version of a draft mode mm. and i played through like three hours of that just with you know while bsing with friends and them kind of seeing how the game worked and seeing if they wanted to play it mm. and other than that i don't think i've played more than you know one to two hours of you know, a good chunk of games at a time on any given night, but I've played it. I want to say most nights, at least a bit. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See. Yeah, that uh, expedition was a, a lot of fun. I actually started with that kind of just because I didn't know what deck I wanted to start with, yeah. which way I wanted to go, and I was like, "Well, let's see what works uh, or doesn't work," I, which is I found out very quickly. I love their expedition mode. How they have it set up, I think, is phenomenal. I. I really like how it's both the progression of what you're getting as far as cards, how it's set up for you to build your deck, and mm-hmm. how your um, your win loss system works. And it is fantastic. 
Yeah, I mean, the progression, it was it was very apparent to me that if you put in the time with this, I, and you don't really need a lot of time, I mean, um, you can easily unlock a lot of cards. You get yeah. a lot of rewards. It, re- it rewards you for playing, and which is great. And what I really like, I don't know, I know Fort definitely wouldn't. I don't know if you got far quite far enough. So after you do your first um, reward track, so as you do different things, you get experience. A lot yeah. like you get gold when you yep. complete quests in Hearthstone. I think it had like a silver chest was my next goal on the the reward tree. And so there's a reward track that's for your tutorial rewards. And you Mm -hmm. go through, you open all those. And then once you do that, you get an option of, I want to say it's seven reward tracks. One for Mm. each of the different factions. Yeah, one for each realm. Yeah, Yeah. and so you'll you'll still get your rewards, but all of your rewards other than wild cards will be targeted at that faction. So not only are you getting a good amount of free stuff for as you go for playing, but you can target it towards a faction that you like. If you've figured out, like I, you know, I really like the f- big guys on Freljord. Let's go for that. Or I really like having all of the cool spells that, um, Piltover and Zaun let me do. You can target. Yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was a really, um, I guess clever way, maybe putting it. It's, it's not that clever, I guess, but it was, it was a cool way that I haven't really seen before of like, keeping you attached to the game yeah. because it made me want to go oh if if i like this this deck these types of cards i can get more of them and and really easily too just by playing and then there are also the weekly rewards too and everything yeah so the weekly chests level mm-hmm. up yeah. and give you a good amount of rewards quick um yeah i did mm-hmm. i did grab a few of those yeah i don't know if my i don't know if it's just because i've gotten far enough or if it's pretty much always a thing but i've gotten a free expedition token out of every weekly reward i've done so far and i don't mm. know if that's a thing that they typically do or if no, it's just i, I only got i one. get enough chests in i got three of the weekly okay. rewards i only got one expedition token to my knowledge yeah so you can get free expedition tokens out of the weekly rewards which i think is sweet mm-hmm. um so one thing that uh, i think is important to touch on is this is obviously a league of legends universe game um, yes. And it's very tied into the League of Legends heroes. Um, and uh, Leo, like you said, you you're very experienced in League of Legends. Um, I played it very heavily for a number of years. I wouldn't say since season one. I think season two, three, four is where I really hit my peak of playing. Um, yeah. And then I've sort of gone in and out since um, because I've never really had a great computer until recently, which is going to tie into this show um i actually upgraded my computer significantly because of uh i had a decent tax return and um yeah i what what, am i gonna put this i quadrupled my ram and octupled the ram on my graphics card very nice just go ahead and brag why don't you um well, I had That's a very awesome. terrible graphics card. Like very, uh, it was. Oh, it was so like it wasn't that you just went above and beyond. It's that you started low. I started really low, but I did actually <laughs> go above and beyond because yeah, I'm mean, actually a... able to. Um, Leo, I know that you're an ARPG guy. Wilson, yeah. Um, Wilson is a very demanding game as far as graphics go. I'm able to run it at max settings with zero issues right now. That's not bad. I was running at like medium settings. I, right. I feel like you and I will end up talking more about that game at some point. Uh, For uh, reasons yeah. entirely unrelated to the fact that we both played all the ARPGs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ARPGs are, are my jam. That Yeah, that's... <laughs> um, so 
anyways, back to League. Um, so, like, I, I have experience in League, and I actually like League uh, from time to time. I actually still watch the World Championship every year that I can. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I don't watch it live. I don't think I've ever watched it live, but I watch it after the fact. Um, the problem I have with League is that all the characters I like are not really in the meta, except for Anivia. And Anivia has only been in the meta, like, time... Now and then. Yeah, time and time again. Like, not every time. So, uh, getting into this game, I'm seeing a lot of the heroes, which is part of the pull of it, right? Part of the pull is that, like, oh, you get the hero cards, and I do some really cool stuff. I love the level-up mechanic. It's a cool way to say, like, hey, this is what you do. And I thought the Lucin, like, I level up when my wife dies, kind of funny. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, yeah, it's Jesus. pretty good. Uh, uh, and vice versa. She does uh, levels up and he dies. So, like, yeah. it's a thing. Um, like, But the problem is, like, none of my favorite heroes are even mentioned. Um, I think Anivia is in the cards. but Anivia is. Um, and that is one thing. I want to say they have... So there's seven of the factions in right now. And I mm-hmm. want to say each faction has three or four so you're mm-hmm. looking at 21 to 28 of the like uh, 130 the, roster yeah the 130 champions in and like some of them are right now are entirely ruled out because league as a place has you know i want definitely I more than the selvin realm seven realms that they have in there there's a yeah. lot more and so there's some places that just won't even have a champion show up yet like bilgewater isn't even in the game so none of the bilgewater champs so would that would be, be like uh what twitch and um twitch is on but like fizz all of oh. the pirate ones like gangplank misfortune oh, okay. all of those guys would not be in uh nautilus oh, those are I popular think, champs Wars. yeah nautilus. and so yeah I mean, see i didn't see is... nautilus nautilus is one of my favorites and i won't mm. see him um Same. um i won't see like, hecarim right now and i won't see my favorite which is um Scar- uh, hecarim is in oh he is, is the, see yeah, that's that shows my experience guys yeah um, um and I don't think they'll ever put in Skarner because like Skarner's not been relevant since season two, so probably not. I mean, they put in Elise, and Elise has well, Elise has been relevant since like season four, now yeah. and then. But um, she was no, very I, relevant when she came out, though. She was very good when she came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but they like go ahead. I was gonna say that's part of the thing. It sort of misses me, like I miss with it because like I don't really have an attachment to any of these champions, which is. For someone like me who isn't isn't going to come in on a, the card game portion on it and loving it, right? I like playing Magic, and it's fine. Um, but I'm a very casual player when it comes to Magic. Yeah. And I'm a very mm-hmm. casual mm-hmm. player when it comes to Hearthstone. Like, I'll be in and out, and I'll do the single-player content sometimes, and then I'm gone, right? Because I'm not much of a cell phone gamer at all. And that's where I would yeah. play Hearthstone most of the time. Because if I'm sitting at my computer, I'm going to play Diablo over Hearthstone every damn time. Like, yeah, <laughs> knew you, like you. Click I knew the, Diablo was coming up somewhere. I knew it. You click Hearthstone, and on that launcher, it has Diablo like right by it, and you're like, yeah. mm, I'm just going to move my mouse a little bit. But here. I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to get into Diablo. Nope, ain't going to happen. <laughs> All right, uh, I promised. Well, <laughs> it's interesting to me though because you both have played League of Legends. I haven't had any experience mm-hmm. with League of Legends at all. So going into this, I didn't have any attachment. Didn't know. I don't. I still don't know who any of the heroes are, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was kind of nice to me. Like I knew that it was in the world, but I was like, well, I don't really, I don't have that allegiance. So I can kind of pick yeah. whatever mechanic I really like, and that was 
I don't know, as, as someone who has no attachment at all to it, like it felt like a really nice accessible game that you didn't need that component there. Now, but you probably got something more out of it if you did. I, I didn't feel any... Well, part of the reason why I didn't feel any allegiance to any faction because I didn't give a fuck about any of the champions. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's part of it. Uh, and the other part, like that's I guess true. I would say Freljord, if I had to pick a faction, would it would be Freljord because, um, I don't know, I, I picked Freljord whenever they had the faction thing in league that time yeah um was it was yeah that, that was a fun that was a fun realm fun faction to play with the boosting mm-hmm. and, and summoning i mean it was they were definitely a late game thing yeah it? but again that was super interesting you there are always counters to everything else yeah. and that's the way it's supposed to be but it was fun um really tweaking with everything and, and playing a lot there's just it to me it felt like there were so many more options that i had up front as a like because i'm a very casual gamer as well with these types of of games so a lot of other times in past games, I'd have to look up strategies mm-hmm. or, or, you know, kind of find what the meta is and everything like that. But to me, this one felt much more accessible. Like, oh, I could get pretty decent on my own before having to rely on the internet or someone else that, kicking my ass first. That is part of what the appeal of Hearthstone was for me. I actually got in the Hearthstone Alpha. Uh, yeah. and I, I was in, like, from ground zero on Hearthstone. And uh, back in those days, there was a very popular hunter strategy called the OTK Hunter. And it wasn't that hard to figure out on your own. You didn't have to go look up that build. Um, yeah. And hmm. I loved the OTK, OTK Hunter, which is one turn kill. Um, basically, you basically stalled, 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 and then threw out a bunch of dogs, buffed them, and killed them. Like, it was it was fun. Like, it was a, it was a control-y deck, which I hate control and magic, so very off off thing for me um so i i get where your appeal of coming into this on the ground for vt because that's where i loved hearthstone so much is the actually alpha stage then they nerfed the shit out of my build and i was yeah like, well <laughs> to be fair the original hunter builds and alpha were way too good yeah but now what is it the vulture is just near unplayable now and it was yeah, a staple. It went from it went from a two mana to a five mana. It was real. It was a real big change. Yeah, it was it was rough. So like, uh that's my only hang up of like getting on the ground floors. If you sort of attach yourself to something, and then they nerf the hell out of it. It's like, well, I guess I'm irrelevant now. And that's the way I felt about Hearthstone, and that's why I never really got back into it. Um, yeah. I've dabbled here and there. With this one, though, um, I found myself really enjoying... Uh, it's actually one of the tutorial decks. Is the one with the Poros. Poros are great. Um, yeah. <laughs> the Poro, where you kept, like... They had synergies for summoning each other and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I actually enjoy... balls. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm saying, like, for me, like, Poros are fine. They've been a thing in League for a long time. There's a thing about feeding a Poro until it pops in ARAM. Like, yep. Um... But I'm not like I'm not attached to Poros at all. So like I didn't have a like an actual attachment to this deck as far as like outside of it. But actually playing the deck, the mechanics of it felt really fun. Um, and that's if I was thinking to myself if I when I you know when I pick this up and start playing, uh, you know outside of the tutorials, that's what I want to play. Unfortunately, I got distracted with other games. You talked about like this. You guys ended up playing at least you VT had just a couple matches in and out. Um, that ended up being mm-hmm. Crypt of the Necrodancer for me this month. Like, yeah, <laughs> like I just like it, it, the problem that I have is it's just it didn't grab my attention. Right. And I, I will say that this game is I can attest this game is beautiful, 
on both a shitty system and a really good system because I went from a shitty to a really good system in the span of playing this game. <laughs> and it felt like yeah. zero difference. And that's not Riot, a bad thing, right? It Riot felt is really so good. Optimizing. Yeah, no, they are. They totally are. Now, I haven't played League since I've had a great system. I don't think it's going to be any different, though. Um, their aesthetic on this game is spot on. The animations and stuff... Um, I kind of find the death anim not death, but the winning animation where it sort of swirls around the stone uh, a little much. I really wish that... Okay, first off, how dare you, because that made me feel like a beast every time I won. <laughs> I don't Here's know. Here's my main was, thing. It was, I think it takes a little too long. Yeah, it, it's... It, it was it was a lot louder than like anything else. Yes. That was pretty much it. But it was I, I will agree with you a little bit. Like every time it happened, I was like, Oh what dang, okay. Thank you. Like I <laughs> I feel like a golden god right now. Okay. When I'm grinding <laughs> the tutorials though, it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my main thing, is that yeah. it takes just like a touch too long, but it feels so nice. Yeah, but but you're right though. I mean, the animations on and, and everything. I mean, it it's not just that. It's it stems whenever you um, level up a hero, or, yeah. or anything like that. I mean, or play one, or when you're doing some of the uh, the starting animations. I mean, they're all like really cool. They're all really well done. Most of them, for the most part, are are good timing. Again, I do think I agree with the little too long of the victory because some of the hero animations were like, that's a bit much. Like I want to get back to playing yeah. the actual game, right? And then. But at the same time, really cool. And, and the, the sound effects with it were really paired very nicely. It felt kind of um, immersive when, you know, you're really trying to focus, um, I guess. It didn't really feel too out of place. Yeah, I mean, they they have some great, like you're saying, the voice lines, too. They have, all the champions mm-hmm. have, like, some voice lines. And what's really cool is when you play some of the followers, the non-champion units, or certain champions when another champion's in play there's different voice lines like You're there's right. a uh there's Trend. a general follower that you can play as noxus and if darius is out there's a special voice line that they have with each other mm-hmm. where you know he's talking to his general and all these things i'm like this is this is what league does they have all these little like bits of polish that make the game feel like it's you know something that's a little more believable yeah yeah something that you're in not just like oh it's the same line every time the it's the same animation for some of the for the legends every time like one of my decks only plays Ezreal as a champ so that is the only level up i see Mm. every time Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's still kind of a rough one to do it's like what six targeted spells eight but eight yeah uh, that feels long (laughs) um Let me tell you how many things target in this deck. The spoiler. Uh, no, I got you. A lot. I got you. It's built for that. I understand. Yeah. It just, I don't especially because there's a there are a decent amount that target more than one thing. Those help a lot. Well, and I was then, just thinking like there's some things it's like attack twice. It's like okay, cool, I'm good. Yeah. Like I feel <laughs> yeah, like that's a lot easier to do. <laughs> yeah. But the flip is like Ezreal's level up is so good. Adding two damage to your opponent on onto every single one of your spells, yeah, is yeah, a, it makes everything everything a shock in magic terms. Yep, and uh, you there are ways to utilize their spell tier system where you can kill them without them being able to respond to you. Yeah, which is a lot um, of fun. That is something I wanted to address. Is there is a way to sort of not game the system because it's there on purpose, but a way to not play your cards at certain times so that your opponent can't play cards at certain times. 
Yeah, we like should we probably we should mm-hmm. probably just go over how the turns work in this game because it I think it's really interesting how they have their so, turn and combat set up. I I agree. I, it was uh, something I did not expect to see that level of strategy and just with the pacing of things. But Leo, why don't you go ahead and take it? So or whoever. Um, before we get into this, um, yeah. I do want to say that like our assumption is that people have played this game and we're doing this podcast and we tend to over explain, which I feel like t- takes a, takes a line. I am guilty of this by far. Uh, it's yeah. my own critique. So maybe, um, not explain it from the ground up of what's happening, but explain why it's different and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, like the, the quick hit on what it does. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause like I, a lot of these episodes are just like, Hey, this is what the game is. Like we did that with Noita really bad, actually. <laughs> like to be uh, fair, a lot of people probably didn't play it. <laughs> that's true. Also. Yes. This um, one, I expect more people to have played, but the right. Sorry. I, a bit of a meta talk in the middle of the, yeah. the episode, but like, it's just something I was thinking about when we were, we've been doing these episodes is we, we very heavily explain the mechanics very often. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, go ahead. So yeah, yeah turns. I mean, the, the quick hit on it is, and when my wife first explained it, cause she was able to get in just a bit before me mm-hmm. and was, uh, tell, you know, telling all of her friends how it worked. So you pass back and forth as you're playing cards mm-hmm. and, but only one of you has the ability to attack until you pass to the next round. You're, you get your next tick of mana. And that seems really weird and unintuitive, but as soon as you start playing, it yeah, just back and forth, clicks yeah. and makes sense. And the only thing that, like, steps around that is they have three... Instead of two different speeds of spells, because, like, magic has instants and sorceries. Instants of yep. any time, sorcery only during your turn, you know. During the slow two speed. phases, main and second They've, main. Yeah. yeah. This, they have slow, fast, and burst. And the mm-hmm. slow ones, you... Are, it's a, you know, it's my turn to play a card. I am playing this card. I can't do it in response to anything. This is when I play it. It's like a creature, but on a, that does a different effect. And some yep. of them even make dudes, which is great. Mm-hmm. Then there's the fast ones, which respond, let you respond to a thing, but they still take up a turn action. Yes. And then there's burst, which they happen. Your opponent can't burst in response or do anything in response. You just play them and they happen and they don't take up your turn. Which, like, right. with that Ezreal deck is hilarious when you're sitting there and you just suddenly flip your Ezreal to his every spell does too, and you just throw five burst spells out and suddenly ten them and they can't respond. But Yeah. Having, ha- which can be frustrating, but, like, in that deck you have to work for it. Like you're saying, flipping Ezreal is hard. I have to target yeah. things. Mm-hmm. But having that different tier of, like, flexibility on how they both can how they can design cards. You know, they can say, this is a really small effect, but we make it stronger by letting it be burst instead of it being a um, a fast. Or, okay, this is a really strong spell. We can tone it back by only letting it be slow. But you can still play it on, you know, either person's turn. Right. Um, one of the th- interesting things is the attack token. Is yeah. the, atta- the attack token really counts, like... In another card game like Magic or or um, Hearthstone or whatever, we're taking turns, right? My turn, I draw a card, I play my spells, I do my thing. You can respond in Magic and Hearthstone, you can't. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's my turn, I'm doing things. That's essentially what the attack token is. The only thing different 
is that both players are drawing a card, both players refill their mana pool, and both players get to do things. The only difference is the only one player gets to attack. And that yeah. was that was the big difference. And that's an ins- that's an insane difference because and it's like is, it is. It yeah. allows really, so much it, more interaction. Yes. Mhm. Uh. Cuz every turn you're like you said, every turn you're both doing something. Mm-hmm. It's just you know, on some of the turns, you can take the offensive, where you can choose you you can choose not to if you don't want to. It's it really was a like I said earlier, it's a really interesting pacing thing to it that allows another layer of strategies. Like, oh, do I want to attack? Do I need to attack? Should I not attack? You right. Know, or what, what's really a strategy here? Yeah. What do I have that's going to best work? Or even like if you have the attack token, if the person who has the attack token is the first person in that round that gets to do something, you get the option of being like, okay, I can do something immediately. I'm going to use my turn to attack. So they don't have the chance to play another creature. I know I have good attacks here. Or you might be saying, hey, I need to play one more creature before they attack. And that's when they mm-hmm. have a chance to play something themselves before you attack. It's the the level of depth and strategy with that attack token is so good. And mm-hmm. they also, right. it gives them another another thing to tweak and play with. Because by having the ability to attack tied to tied to something. Instead of it just being, oh, it's my turn, I get to attack. But having it tied to this token that functions as a turn action, they right. have... Well, and that's the interesting thing is because there are some cards, leaders, and decks in general yeah. that give you an attack token when it's not your turn for an attack token. Exactly. And that is terrifying. Rally is great. If you're not ready for it. Uh, yeah. I've had a Katarina opponent take three attacks against me in the same turn because her thing lets, her, lets you get a new attack token every time you play her. And so they attacked, and then she part of her kit bounces her back to your hand, and then they played her and got to attack again, mm-hmm. went back, and they just played her and kept it. I was like, I am, this is not okay. I'm hurting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. a rough one, and that's it's, built into the card too. Yeah, and that's built into her. But like, she's also in a fragile body, so there's things to play with, and like you're having to invest the mana, but having just the fact that it's there, that you have this piece of the game that you can interact with in this way, I just think is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the one thing to me that really set this game apart from anything else was that attack token and that, um, just like you said, Fortuan, you're constantly doing something. You constantly mm-hmm. feel like you're contributing to, to the game and moving it along. Um, but that's such a, a major piece, a major component of, okay, well, how many turns until I can do this properly? Or is it worth, you know attacking while they'll defend and maybe I lose it now or, or this hero now or not or something. There's so many different options tied to it. It's crazy. I think the other um, important thing about the mechanics that uh, differs it from other card games is the uh, reserved mana. Those yeah. three ticks. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, the ability to sort of save up three mana for the next thing or if you just don't have stuff to play <laughs> that mana not going immediately to waste is it's really nice right. for the most part i mean again that it only saves three mana yes mm-hmm. no matter what and, and it can only be used on spells yes which, which i think true. is a really good it's a really good balance for that because it lets you it lets you not be mm-hmm. entirely punished by missing because every deck that i've seen like they're all of the decks have some amount of spells in them because with how mm-hmm. the game works even like combat tricks that in other games like especially magic would not be super valuable right they're pretty valuable in this because there's no double blocking things like that and having that little pool to always be able to use some of it is really nice but letting it only be on spells keeps it from being a 
you know, powering mm-hmm. out, you know, big, strong creatures early. Like, there's a couple yeah. spells that create a creature, and those are utilizing that spell mana early to get those out faster is really cool. But by and large, like, it lets you reserve some, but just for spells. But it it lets control decks also have a bit of an edge against the aggro decks, because that's one of the things that one of the weaknesses of a mana system like Hearthstones or like this one where everyone's getting one a turn is aggro decks are know that they have a guaranteed smooth curve. So Mm -hmm. control decks having that little bit of ability to bank some mana for their stronger spells that keep them in the game, I think makes is part of why control feels like it's actually a really solid viable strategy in this game rather than an afterthought that only comes up in like you know hearthstone wallet warrior style decks where that's the only way that they could survive was by having the best cards right and yeah uh speaking of which you guys wanted to get into the microtransactions a bit i didn't interact with these whatsoever because i only did the tutorials um how did you guys feel about that yeah i'm really interested to hear vt's thoughts on that yeah so i that was one thing that you know i really wanted to investigate since I mean, to recommend this to someone else is something you have to look at since it is, like, free to play and all. Yeah. And, um, you know, in the time that I played it, um, I was constantly looking at, what okay, what was I earning by playing? What was I getting the rewards by playing? You know, what was my rate, kind of how, how I was progressing and everything? And then I'd compare that to the microtransactions and looking at what was available. And honestly, um, from the very start, my opinions kind of remained the same to the very end. It just didn't really seem necessary. Like, a lot of the stuff that you would want to spend out forward mostly just cosmetic yeah everything else you pretty much earned at a better rate than you could probably buy if you put the time into it right yeah and that's a good thing especially because you know like buying power is a no-no and we we understand that and that's not buying power when you're buying Mm -hmm. packs and that kind of stuff but it kind of is because you're buying better chances um to get better stuff so like that's yeah. that's where Hearthstone runs into problems. It's where okay, if I'm going to be doing any sort of better with this, I need to get these better cards, which either means, you know, x amount of grinding or x amount of money. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. and that's where in Leo, we all talked about it earlier, but Leo pointed out where this game really itself and kind of helps diminish that microtransaction mm-hmm. weight. Is yes, you could hop in, you could spend a lot of money buying packs and et cetera like that. But once you get through the tutorial rewards screen, you can pick exactly, you know, what faction of rewards yeah. you're going to get. So really, you're kind of already setting yourself up to do well to begin with. So yeah. you don't really need to, to shell the money out to, to get the cards you want when you can just play and you've you've really narrowed your focus already. Yeah. That right. It's it's it seems it's just unnecessary. Um, it, it definitely feels unnecessary. So what I did, um, the... One of the first things that we, my wife and I looked at was we sat down, we checked it out, and they, we saw what they had an offer for microtransactions. And almost all of them, like you were saying, are cosmetic. And mm-hmm. even the things that weren't cosmetic, they have a, it's an X amount of points. It ends up being, a, I think, $5. Like, if you pay in for the $5 amount of points, that of coins or whatever, you can get their starter bundle, which looked like it gave us, I think, another six champs, um, a whole bunch of, like, the common stuff. Like, it's a nice $5 hit of like, here's a good base collection to get you started. If you want to jumpstart. Mm-hmm. But after that, 
I don't have the game open, so I don't remember. I don't actually think that you can even straight up buy packs. You can buy wild cards that you can yeah. redeem for anything, but I don't know if it's a weekly a weekly reset or a daily reset, but you are even capped on how many of those you can buy in a day. Or at yeah, a, and that, like, that's I what I was getting at. Is you really can't buy a lot of stuff in this thing. Yeah, like... And it's not even a it's not even a very high limit. Like if it's weekly or daily, either way. I think when I had to buy one champion wild card to just finish out the deck I was trying to build because I didn't want to worry about grinding. I wanted to have the deck put together and done. Mm-hmm. It was like three hundred coins, which is like three bucks. I got the one champion I need champion wild card I needed. But I want to say that like how, whether it was daily or weekly, I was limited on being able to only do that three times in that time frame. And then right. it was like yeah. it would be like you have to wait to do more. So now, you, mm-hmm. you, that's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> like having it where they're not even just being like, "Hey, we're focusing on microtransactions being the way that you or cosmetics being the way that you get microtransactions in this game." You know, same way that League does, but we're even going to limit your ability to have a deeper collection by paying money. I think is really cool. Yeah, uh, there is one tiny downside to that, and um, this comes from, I guess, my more experience as a Magic player than anything else. If I want to finish a deck, I can go to Troll and Toad and typically just buy what I want, uh, unless uh, it's out should, of uh, stock. Order from Channel Fireball, totally not related to anything that I do or say whatsoever. Um, sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I personally use Troll and Toad. Like, I just yeah, no, I totally get it. It's local ish i've actually know where oh, it's that's, at that's even really better um local shipping is great yeah well i mean local ish it's like three hours away but um <laughs> i forgot that troll and toad even had like a a storefront anymore yeah they're in kentucky oh uh, wow i'm i'm in southern ohio so it's not i don't i don't go there but we drive through it on our favorite vacation spot the tennessee so i've been there a couple times um and that's really the only reason why I use them. But, like, you can't just finish a deck the way you do in Magic with this. Yeah. Um, I will say that other than champion wild cards, at this point, I don't feel like I am pressed for cards. Like, I want to say I have double digit of every tier of wild card except for champion and maybe the highest tier. So mm-hmm. I haven't run into that a ton, but I do, I do get that, especially if you're starting out and... I will never disparage someone for wanting to look up a deck online and be like, all right, this is the deck I'm going to use because I want to have something that I know works while I figure this game out or have as a start. And having that barrier of, I can't just hop on, look up an Ezreal control deck and plug it in and say, all right, I need to pay 15 bucks and I can get the, excuse me, get the deck. That barrier I could see being a a frustration for some people. It could, but I think it also really, you know, it, it balances the player base yeah. a lot better. And it I think definitely does. It probably would be more attractive to the majority of other people, I would suppose, right? Yeah, you're coming uh, in at a much ca- more casual even, players and stuff. You're coming in at a much more even playing field for doing that. And yeah, even without having to play against people, like the quest system is pretty good. The quest, the one thing I noticed about the quest system that I did not expect is you can complete quests against AI. You. Yeah, Unless they change I, it, I don't first, think you can do that in Hearthstone, like, at all. 
No, you can't. Yeah, for the first little while, that's all I did was play. Yeah, just to kind of get a feel of all the different decks and really get comfortable and 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 earn plenty of rewards along the way. Yeah. Um, because of that quest system. So even if you don't want to play against um, other people, you just want to play AI. I think this is a completely it's it's completely viable in this yeah. game to in, enjoy it, do your own thing, still get plenty of rewards, make decent decks, and eventually you can take it online or or not for that matter. Yeah, I mean I eventually hit a point where I'm running in ranked and I'm enjoying that, but you could easily not. And I, I fully expect for them to be coming out with some good solo mode content. You know, Hearthstone has mm-hmm. demonstrated that the single player adventures and stuff like that are a huge draw for the game and just a ton of fun for the player base in general. And I cannot see Riot ignoring that as an option. Mm-hmm. For something that seems down the line, to me, yeah, more down the line, that seems more like a, a full release expansion type yeah. thing. You know, they, I mean, they have to get the core down first, and I think they're certainly well on their way. Yeah, they've actually so they've actually roughly roadmapped where I don't we don't have dates, but they've roughly roadmapped what they're going to be doing as far as both balance um, set releases, and I believe they said when they release the next set of cards is when they're going to come out of open beta and into full. But they specifically were like... That's a good way to do it. Yeah, and they specifically said, they're like, this is the cadence that we want to hit. So they had their first release, and we've actually gone through the first wave of nerfs. And what they did was super fantastic. They hit a couple cards a little hard, but mostly fine-tuned others. Like, they fine-tuned some mana costs, and in the post where they did talked about that, they talked about why they're making the changes they did, and then they were like, this is our plan. We're going to have, you know, ideally, we're going to release a set of cards. A bit after the set of cards releases, we're going to have our first nerf hit, and that's going to be when we're going to do some of our heavier hit on anything that's just warping the meta too much. Then we're Mm going to let it sit. Then we're going to do another nerf wave, hit anything else big that needs hit, and maybe do some fine-tunes. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a third nerf wave after that, which is, you know, in an ideal world is just going to be small tweaks, nothing big, you know, any buffs that need to happen. Because they did do some buffs in this, too. I was going to say, yeah, nerf waves is, is maybe not the best term. Yeah. Or balance, uh, to, to balance patches. Balance patches, because yeah. some things are going to drop. Some things will probably get boosted a little bit as well. Yeah, know? and then they said, you know, we're aiming to have those three balance patch waves, and then we'll release the next set. And yeah. that, but, but like, that was the, this is the cadence that we want to hit. That was the interesting thing to me, though, that I, I found in this in, in the, the time that I played it, which, again, was, was we just played it for about a month, mm-hmm. was, um, you know, from the start even to when I picked this up just, just yesterday, um, I didn't really notice anything completely taking hold. Like, I, I constantly was fighting people using different decks and everything. So it never, to me, felt like, or it always felt like it was very well balanced, even from yeah. the start. Yeah. I, I think they have a really good hold on what they want for the game, what they want for the new cards, how things are supposed to work. And so, like, like you kind of said, Leo, they didn't really have to adjust a whole no, lot. they did. It was small things. Like, they bumped Deny from the only counterspell currently in the game from three mana to four mana, specific, specifically so that you can't reserve, like, have it held up just yep. on your reserve on mana. On your bank. Like, Absolutely. you have and, to and, yeah, leave one and mana And that's a really smart it. decision. That's something that, you know, they clearly are paying attention you know, because that's uh, that seems like such a small detail, but it, yeah. it is it is absolutely majorly huge. It could change a game completely, yeah. and that's why they specifically <laughs> are like, and this is why we're doing it is because we yeah. when we like we designed this spell to work with just your reserve mana, thinking that was fair, 
we were wrong. It needs to have a little of an, a little investment behind it for you to be able to keep it up. It's getting bumped to this much. And, and that's what's really nice about um, you know with, with one of these living card games like this. Pretty yeah. much, you know, you 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 want to have that connection to developers to to know you know to just really have that open communication. Really, even though it's kind of one sided, of course. Yeah, um, they're reading and all that, but just the the transparency of of why this is happening, and so that you kind of have a heads up and kind of you know how they're thinking and how you know the game really works. Um, it's nice that they're putting the investment in as much as you would be if you if you stuck with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good relationship, it seems, with this. With this. Uh, well, we were talking about balance changes. Like, one thing that I have confidence is Riot and their balance changes. Like, I, they do so well in the, the main game as far as, like, keeping things at least somewhat balanced in the meta. Sure, there's a lot of characters that get left behind, but they, there's never been like a single like broken character for a long time. And yeah. As much as you know, we love Magic: The Gathering for its um, you know, like long. It's a great game, and it's my favorite card game still. It has balance problems, and it yeah. always and, will. I mean, and they that had, is a limitation. They had this physical thing, card game. Well, yeah, and they had they had this thing where um. What was it like 15 years they never had a band of card in standard something like that they had this streak of like really um, long time and then they, like it was never 15 but they had a good long stretch like they would hit about every, they'd hit seven years and have to ban something and then they'd right. make it another seven but years. then they just like a cascade of bands with the dinosaur set um oh this ma- this last year's was it yeah it's kaladesh just, into ixalan and all of that was a the last two years was a um was just nuts. Like it's right it about when I stopped time. playing. Not because of that. I stopped playing before that. But like, <laughs> and like, so like to have Riot, who are extremely experienced, balance. You know, at, at doing, you know, balancing act with with a MOBA, right? Doing yeah. it on a card game. Um, like I have a lot of praise for this game, even though I didn't play it a lot. But that's mostly because it's not my thing. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, that's fair. I don't, I don't have a lot of problems with this game at all. It's just like I just got bored. Like <laughs> that's it. <laughs> it's not a Diablo card game, so he just can't really <laughs> hang his hat on it. He, he can't sink uh, those hooks into dude, him. Dude, even if it was a Diablo card game, I'd probably still get bored. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it would probably be worse because you'd just end up going and playing Diablo. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like uh, it's like with me and Dauntless and Monster Hunter. It's like yeah. uh, every time I'd, I'd go to boot up Dauntless, I'm like I own Monster Hunter. Why the fuck am I doing this? <laughs> I will say that is something that did happen a decent bit with this game. Is I would log on, I would play about two games of Runeterra, and then I'd switch over. I'd play about two games of Magic, and then I'd switch back. Yeah. Um, or I'd have my you know my wife's favorite walk in. What are you playing? And I have one going on one screen and the other going on the other screen and just jumping back and forth between the games oh man i i think shake her head at me and walk away that's uh that's a level of addiction i cannot follow man Uh, (laughs) (laughs) addiction maybe adhd i'm talking Uh, to a specialist in a couple weeks so you know little column a little column b uh (laughs) ah man i don't know i mean i listen to an audiobook when i play a lot of games so i get it like yeah nice uh okay see that um so do we have anything else we want to touch on um 
I did write down sound and music. The, the honestly, um, it's a lot more of the same stuff to me. I don't really feel like uh, the sound effects were cool, but like I didn't feel there was a lot to say on them. No, I mean it's mostly just that it's clean. Like, yeah, there's a lot of neat little like bits and pieces where like the voice lines, I guess, would kind of feed into yeah. that. With mm-hmm. there those are done well, for yes, sure. they're done well. Nothing is jarring other than like you're saying the final windscreen being a bit loud. But yeah. you know, there's a reason uh, for that. Oh yeah, the yeah, Nexus honest, just honestly, loses that shit in, a, in League of Legends when it dies too. The same thing. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, no. I, I thought the the sound effects were really nicely done, outside of maybe a little volume balancing issues. But the I think the most important thing to me with the music was that yes, the music was really good. I thought there were nice you know nice scores, relaxing scores. But um, half the time I forgot the music was there. Yeah, and that's, and that's a good thing. Yeah, to it's me, not because obnoxious. I, I don't want to be distracted by the music when I'm trying to focus, which was perfect. It was enough background music so that I actually focused better. So I th- I th- I thought there were it was really good. Uh, okay, I, I see your point with that. Mostly, my take on music is I like it to sort of be there, and I, I understand it's there. Um, I'm actually it's kind of weird. The thing I was playing instead of this was Crypt of the Necrodancer, which is a music game. It is a uh, it is a game where you are playing to the beat specifically, like you attack and move on the beat of the music. So the music is extremely important. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually prefer something where the music is more upfront and up there. I'm a big fan of video game music, and I actually have. Oh, as am I. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, and I'm not saying that that you you aren't. I'm just saying like that's where I pref- I prefer the music to be more upfront. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, sure. It, 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 to, to me, part of a game's identity is also its music. And I couldn't tell you anything, even in League of Legends, that I really care for the music. Um, it's good. It's nothing bad about it. It's just forgettable. And that's, to me, a downside in in of itself. But that's not like, oh, the game is bad because you can't remember the music. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, it's like a personal, a, a, you know... a preference i right. suppose on it not, but you're right you're not going to be i'm not humming the, I, even after my long sessions i was never humming the music right, right? <laughs> after yeah. i stopped playing yeah I but mean, it was it was enough to keep me focused um but not distracted right which, and, and meanwhile there's yeah. like seven different monster hunter songs that can bring a tear to my eye because like <laughs> <laughs> right. um yeah. so like i don't know that was my only complaint really yeah i mean part of that's part of that is just the difference in game design it for yeah. a card game, you need that music to be more of a background pleasant sure. thing because of you're not really mm-hmm. going to be able to time to you're not going to be able to time the music to highlight a you know highlight a tense moment or interaction like the first time you run into Nergigante or any of that stuff. But right. You well, you want here's... something that's there and not just a blank slate in the background. And this well, does a good job of that. What ends up happening, right, um, is you end up just having something else on to drown out the music or or for even it's not even there so like you end up either turning <laughs> off the music or listening to something else while you're playing and i feel yeah. like i feel like in general that's a failure of the music of the game to keep you engaged in what the game is doing because that immediately is bringing in a, a distraction right and that's that's a thing that i'm sure that all of us do is listen to something else while playing a game i just talked about how i listen to an audiobook while playing a game card um, games definitely the, card games it, it depends it depends on the game and that's yeah. true well, i mean right and i i feel yeah. like the music design 
is good if I don't want to go listen to the audiobook while I'm playing. I don't yeah. know when else I'm going to listen to that audiobook, but <laughs> <laughs> but you, you you know what I mean. So I don't I don't know. I won't harp on it too much. I think more. that I think that's just more of a musical issue with the genre in general, and less with this game specifically. But it is definitely a an issue, right? I and I think a lot of a lot of games have that issue. Um, a lot of st- things like ARPGs, for example, like I can't really. I can't really tell you outside of a handful of songs for the whole Diablo franchise. Or, yeah, and I'm same way. And I think it really comes down to that same thing of it's really hard to highlight those tense moments as well in ARPGs like Diablo or in card games versus like Monster Hunter or Resident Evil or something where that right, sound where design you, is really woven into the experience of playing the game. Right, especially like when the monster notices you. The Duh! like Yeah, the, the, <laughs> like, oh, you're suddenly like, oh, I've been found. Right. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, and and I think that's where they this game has that pretty much right with the the huge sound effects of when the the heroes you know level up or anything like that. Yeah, it, that it does right. draw your attention when it needs to. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. No, and I, I don't disagree. The sound design is great. I just don't care for the music because I don't yeah. remember yeah. it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't. Personally, I don't have like a lot more to say about it. You guys played a lot more than I did. Um, I guess my question to you guys is, and I know the answer for Leo is, you guys are <laughs> are going to keep playing this. Um, I may touch in and out. Um, I had thought about playing it, but really, what got me to download it was doing this episode. Um, I I've got so many other we games. Appreciate your sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard it was hard clicking download i could it was real rough <laughs> yeah um but like uh like i don't i don't see myself playing much much more of it um maybe if i get the itch to play a card game online which is a thing like um i won't play magic online because i don't feel like getting the same cards over again over again um and they didn't really support commander until recently which is the only thing i play so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see myself because I like this more than Hearthstone. I will say that. Um, I don't see myself getting back into Hearthstone ever. And if I wanted to get something in, and I would pick this over Hearthstone. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely continue playing this. Yeah. So what <laughs> about you, VT? Yeah, yeah, we got that. Um, <laughs> uh, for me, um, I put a lot of time into it in the first two weeks, and then um kind of tapered off from there sure um it's one of the games that i don't think i'll remain consistent with but it's also one of those games that i don't really want to remove from my pc yet you know sure oh like, yeah i'm really, not deleting it yeah no it's really nice like i've done that the past uh, within the past two weeks pretty much like oh i don't really know what i want to do tonight i have like two hours to kill i'll just hop on for a little bit and it ends up being like 30 minutes to 45 minutes yeah. playing a little bit and then i won't touch it for like two or three days and then come back and it's it's really fun i actually um because of the the, the progression in it and how it, it uh, really promotes playing and rewards you pretty well um it's easy to play casually which is kind of nice so I, I plan on keeping it playing it again and i i think uh, i would recommend it to someone who's looking to get into something a little more fresh and maybe not as daunting um of, of, a, of a strategy card game sure yeah and i, I don't like I said, I don't have a lot of complaints really with the game. It's just not your not yeah. your bag of tea. Yeah. Cool. Um <laughs> so any other things we want to say about it or are we good? No, I think we're good to talk about what we're going to be playing next. 
Absolutely. Cool. So the next game that we're going to play is another card game. Kind of. Uh, kind of. Uh, Slay the Spire is a roguelike plus card game. Uh, and Morg, who, um, l- let's say, this will make Morg like the sort of naysayer, because he was. I actually had to convince him uh, for Slay the Spire last night. Uh, <laughs> um, because he, he was, he's he, like really not into uh, Runeterra. Like he didn't get any time to play it, and then he would look, he looked into it when he did get the time, like which was within this past week, and he was like, "Nah, I'm good. I'm not." Like <laughs> I was like, yeah. "Okay," um, but Slay the Spire is um, another roguelike. I think we've done quite a bit on this show, um, and I'm there's potential to do quite a bit more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Roguelikes um, and card games. Yeah, and that's that's Leah's jam right there. Um, uh, so Slay the Spire is you go through, you have runs, uh, and essentially it's weird because like progressive runs actually do things like actually un- not just unlock things, but like, um, unlock mechanics per se. Like there is yeah. sort of like a boss to defeat with certain amount of runs. It takes multiple runs. Um, I've played this game a lot. Actually, I played it on the switch already. Um, I actually downloaded it for, PC for what we're going to be playing this month because there's a new character. There's a fourth character and the characters all have their own mechanics and that kind of stuff. So uh, I'm excited to be playing this uh, again. I, I have already put some time into it for the episode and I'll probably keep putting time into it because I legitimately like the game. Um, so I hope you guys join us for Slay the Spire. Uh, I know you can get it on pretty much everything. Yep. Like it's Just on. Just looked it up. Yeah, it's pretty much out for everything. Yeah, yeah, I think the Switch I, is is a great place to pick it up because it is it is very much you can sort of stop and go with it. Um, yes. Just do a run here and there, uh, although a run can take like up to an hour if you're slow. Um, p- you know, anything on PC, Steam, or good old games, um, <laughs> um, PlayStation, <laughs> Xbox, e- any of them. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. join us and slay some spires. <laughs> what? Yep. Slay the spire. Those yeah. those dirty spires. <laughs> like, this this feels vaguely sexual. Uh, Ford, are you, uh, what's going on here? I don't know. I just I tried to make a bad. I, I love it. I want to dive into it more now. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I was intrigued, but now I'm very intrigued. Um. <laughs> awesome <laughs> well thanks for listening guys this is uh for you can catch me at hunter sub pod on twitter um I haven't been tweeting a lot lately because my work schedule is beating the shit out of me so um yeah just that's where you can see the latest episodes go up and maybe talk about some games once in a while <laughs> but i'll see you guys on the next quest and on that quest where will be leo uh you can find me at the leo riser on twitter mostly just interacting with random magic stuff and you might see even more of that and uh that's the only place you can find me right now i uh i got very confused because you changed your profile picture on twitter and i couldn't find you for a while (laughs) (laughs) i know it's just like he suddenly has a beard and he's looking somewhere else like like, what's going on what all right (laughs) and uh you vt where can we find you you use vt i like it Yep. Brought it back to the start. Um, you can find me at Vengeful Torture on Twitter as well as Twitch. And I'm pretty much playing 
Monster Hunter, Borderlands. I mean, whatever. I'm not down to talk any video games. Yeah. Yeah. I still can't do Monster Hunter right now. I'm still burned by Soppy. That bastard. Right, I get that. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right. Well, thanks, you guys. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. See ya.